Shall we start? Let us start. Let us begin. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Shit My Soul Says, a podcast about all things woo. I'm Jillian. And I'm Rosalie. And we are obsessed with anything having to do with alternative spirituality. And we want to share our obsession with you. Because woo is fun, but it's more fun with friends. I'm a reincarnation coach and energy worker. And I'm a practicing witch. So we've been around the woo block a time or two. Mm-hmm. Each episode, we will be digging into a different topic, from tarot to third eyes to energy healing. We'll share our personal experiences and offer you practical advice for your own practice. So whether you're new to all of this or queen of the pagans, that's me, (laughs) everybody is welcome. No witch card needed. This is inclusive woo. We just want to laugh with you, learn with you, and talk about some woo shit with you. So let's do that. Let's talk about Shit My Soul Says. Okay, well, before we dive into our topic for the week, it's time for our weekly woo. Woo! Woo! (laughs) The weekly woo is when Rosalie and I share something woo that we got up to or that happened to us or that sparked some woo joy over the past week that reminded us that there is magic in the world around us. So, Rosalie, what's your weekly woo? Okay, well, Jillian, this week, I'm going to talk about my child again, because (laughs) even though I definitely do not identify as like, I am a mother as my primary identifier, turns out when you're trapped at home with COVID, like because of COVID. I was like, what else are you going to do right now? Yeah, I have like two tiny toddlers in my in my pod and that's it (laughs) and some adults they're not both yours i thought you were talking about your husband for a second (laughs) (laughs) no he's a big toddler (laughs) uh but you know so my child is two and he's fast and he likes to run he's very physical and so he's been slamming into things and sliding and you know just getting bumps and bruises like you do when you don't fully understand where your body ends and where the yes. world begins and over the past week or so he has had a couple of really bad spills where he just started sobbing and screaming and oh. nothing was calming him down And so I just grabbed a moonstone off of my shelf and I handed it to him. Oh. And it's not like a beautiful moonstone. It's just a tumble. It's, you know, a little bit bigger than his or a little bit smaller than his palm. But I handed it to him. He grabbed onto it and the tears and the screaming stopped and he just calmed right down. Nice. And then it happened again where he was screaming and crying because he hurt himself. I handed him the rock and boom, the moonstone just calmed him right down And then last, or tonight, it happened again. Third time. Third time. And as he was screaming, he goes, I want my stone. (laughs) It's like his cookie. (laughs) I swear to you, he took the stone and he'd hit his hip. He put it right on his hip where he'd hurt himself. Again, he is such a child. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And it's one of those things where he doesn't know anything about Moonstone and that it's a calming, you know, it's supposed to kind of make your emotions more even keeled. And he doesn't know any of that shit. And yet he just, I give him his favorite car. He's got nothing. I give him a stuffy. He's not, he doesn't care. He's still screaming. But that Moonstone instant reaction that is amazing i love that yeah and so because he's like this blank slate of of a sort having that like instantaneous magic happen with the stone 
where there's no placebo effect. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. That. I can't wait to see like what happens as he grows up. Oh my gosh. I can't wait until he starts telling me about his past lives. Oh, I would be, I'm all <laughs> over that. You know, I'm all over that. I had to hold that back for my niece and nephew. Like, tell me when you lived before. <laughs> well, my nephew would talk about coppers all the time as pennies. He'd call them coppers. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what you, where you were, <laughs> what you were getting up to, Mr. Coppers. Okay, so Jillian, tell me about your weekly woo. So my weekly woo, I thought, you know, this episode is going to be launching December 21st. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, let's do a little bit of checking in in the year ahead. So I had done kind of an intuitive check in on 2020 early on to see like when COVID was happening to see like what shit shows were waiting us. And I really (laughs) strongly got this feeling like November was death death. Uh, So much so I was worried actually that somebody in my family was going to die. Um, So now that it's clear that nobody in my family's died in November. So yay for that. But I've seen like the death spike go up. Right. Yeah. So I thought, well, let's just let's let's turn a positive page, right? Let's look forward for 2021 and see kind of what's going on there. And also like, what does the universe want us to really be focusing on in 2021 because I really do believe that 2020 was a year when the universe is like you need to shut up and sit down and go to your corner and think about what you've done (laughs) right and so I'm like okay you know even at the beginning of all of it I was kind of like scared, but also looking forward to it because I knew it meant like there were these going to be these big changes happening for us and a lot of opportunities. So I wanted to check in on like 2021. And the image that I got, and I think it was more of like an image from my guides than my intuition was like a person building a structure. So for me, it was like how I was reading that was very much about it's time for us to rebuild, like individually to rebuild our lives as we begin to open up again, like looking at, okay, Now we've got like this, we've torn everything down and now we need to rebuild. And as I continue to look into that, I really also got this image of like from the heart, right? Because a lot of times we think the opposite of love is hate, but really the opposite of love is fear. And we've built so much of our life and our structures based off of fear, fear of lack, Mm. fear of rejection, fear of like shit shows or whatever, fear, fear, fear. And so I think... Like that 2020 was all about like digging all that fear up. And yeah. now 2020, we, uh, 2021, we get to now look at our lives as we reopen our doors again and say, okay, how do I want to rebuild my life based on love and mm. also like connection to others? Because that was the other image I got was like holding hands. So this connection to other people. Um, so I'm going to take that personally as I like begin my planning for 2021 and look at like, it's really easy to plan life and structures on on being afraid of having ill health or not having money. And so I'm doing all of these things. But how can I, when I reopen my life, how can I really start to reopen it and really focusing on building a life that has a foundation of love? That's what I'm going to think about. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I, you know, I'm really looking forward to moving out of fear and into love. Yes. With you. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) So speaking of fear. Yeah, let's go to fear. Let's let's dive into fear. Let's do it. Let's talk about today's topic. 
which is all about protecting your energy. That's right. Protecting your energy from other people's energy. Yes, exactly. So for some people, this is going to make like total sense. And you're going to be like, oh, thank God somebody's talking about this. And for other people, you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, So what does this mean to you, Rosalie, like protecting yourself from other people's energy? So for me, the... The analogy that I like to make is that it's like that scene in Dirty Dancing. And if you have not seen that sh- that movie. Go now and watch yes. it. <laughs> Stop listening to Stop this it. podcast. <laughs> go watch that movie and then you can come back. Not because it's critical to watch that movie to understand what we're talking about, but because no. it is a fucking fantastic movie. Thank you, 80s. <laughs> okay. So in that movie, there's a scene where Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey are dancing. And he puts out his arms in front of himself and he says, this is my dance space and this is your dance space. And he kind of puts his arms in front of her and he's, he says that their dance space should never interact with each other like, or they, should, they shouldn't get in each other's way. And to me... Protecting your energy from other people's energy is about protecting your dance space. So whether that's, you know, some people think of it as an aura or an energy shield, but just having a space around you that is just where your energy is and nobody else's energy is allowed in unless you want it to be Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So I agree with all of that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I throw in a little bit more, too, because I think in my experience, You'll get energy thrown at you from other people or your energy will be like sucked, right, from other people. Like other people Mm -hmm. will be sucking your energy. And it's not like they're necessarily intentionally doing this. And and we've probably all done it. Like when we're angry at somebody or or just we're in a negative space and we're throwing a lot of negative energy at somebody, like little Mm -hmm. negative balls of yuck or something, right? (laughs) Um, So it's, it's not that it's always necessarily malintentioned. But we're human beings and we're not always like bright, shiny, happy people. And so it's protecting yourself from some of that not so bright, shiny energy that might be coming your way. Yeah, I agree with you that it's often not intentional. It's often just this byproduct of life and existing. But I'm going to tell you about a story when it was definitely intentional and it happened to me in Starbucks. Let's go for it. Let's go all into Starbucks. So back when I was a baby acupuncturist, meaning not making any money. (laughs) (laughs) I worked at Starbucks to get health insurance. And there was a regular customer who was this woman, you there's no way to tell how old she was. She had gray hair and rotting teeth. She was clearly an unhoused person or somebody with a lot of issues. And she would come in regularly and she would order whatever drink she wanted. And then half the time she would leave without taking it. And half the time she would take it. But it was very clear to me that she had three entities that Mm -hmm. were with her all the time. And they were nasty looking entities that I wanted nothing to do with. But she clearly, they were her family. Mm. There was, it was just so clear that she relied on them as much as they hurt her. They helped her. Interesting. And, you know, she never talked. She just ordered her drink and then left or ordered her drink and picked it up and left. But one day, her entities saw me see them. Mm. And like, I saw one of them whisper in her ear. And the next thing I know, she literally takes her arm like she's throwing 
a fucking baseball and throws negative energy right at me. Three balls of negative energy. Oh, my goodness. And she booked it out of the Starbucks. Oh. Yeah. And I never saw her again. It was like she never came into the store again when I was working there. You were a threat. I was a threat, even though I had zero intention of doing anything because Mm -hmm. she didn't want it, right? Yeah. You were respecting Um, her boundaries. Anyway, fortunately for me, working in retail and in the restaurant business, I had plenty of energetic protection up. And so (laughs) other than just startling me, the negative energy just rolled off me like water off a duck. Mm. Well, good. I'm glad. (laughs) It's a happy little Starbucks tale. (laughs) Is it? Is it happy? (laughs) It's not a happy little Starbucks tale at all. (laughs) You know, it does make you kind of think a little bit too when you see people We don't know what they're necessarily struggling with or who they're carrying along with them. Right. Yeah. Well, I have my own little story. And this is more kind of in the lines of um, unintentional, I think, unintentional uh, energy. But so I, you know, was going to the dentist. I have a frequent flyer card at the dentist. Um, I get to go three times a year. I'm very fortunate. Thanks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) For my teeth issues. Um, and so one time I went in and there was a new hygienist there, dental hygienist. Mm-hmm. And she was a she was a little odd. Like there was something a little kind of quirky about her or odd or a little different. Um, but but she was a pleasant person. She was, you know, friendly and everything. And and I sat down and she started jibber jabbering with me with my mouth open where I can barely talk, which is like <laughs> the worst place for me to ever be because I want to talk. But oh my gosh, like Then what happened is I could just palpably feel this dark energy. And I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know if it was something that was being done to her or if she was just in a negative place. Because like I said, as she presented, she was a little odd and had like some social oddities, but was a fairly normal person. But like, I was lying in that chair and I couldn't escape. And I felt (laughs) like I was being suffocated with this negative energy. And I'm just thinking... I get to leave here. I get to leave here in an hour and all you people have to work with this. And I'm just like, I know. I just felt so bad for all of the other employees. I'm like, I was sensitive to the energy. I could feel it. And I knew that they probably couldn't. And But they picked it up somehow, right? They knew on some level. And they probably didn't figure out it's this woman who, and and through no like malintention, I don't think, but there was something going on with her. And so, yeah, so I'm laying there in the, in the table or on the table because <laughs> I'm, this is 1500s dentistry, I guess. Uh, I was laying in the chair and I'm like grounding myself and running my energy and protecting my energy and like doing all of my energetic tricks just so that like I'm not totally wiped out by the end of this by the end of this session it was it was weird and I was like I will never have have her as a hygienist again and luckily I didn't like I think she was a temporary (laughs) anyway but it was really notable for me I was like wow this is this is a tunes. And the dentist too. Like not where I want to deal with energy issues. No. Yeah. But that that makes me think about the fact that probably everybody who's listening has at some point or another mm-hmm. encountered a coworker like that. Yep. Where you have a coworker who just 
throws their negative shit at you. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily because they hate you. Maybe it is. Maybe they do hate you. Or maybe they're (laughs) jealous of you. Or maybe they're just having a shitty day or a shitty life, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're just kind of stuck in that negative spiral. And I bet all of you right now, you know, you've already got somebody in mind. I just know it. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be a coworker. It can be a family member or a neighbor or a teacher, whatever. Yes. So I think this is a pretty universal experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've talked about sort of people putting their negative, negative energy on you. But then there's also the sucking up your energy that happens. And that's what's often called psychic vampirism. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that stuff is, is worse, a worse physical experience for me, the sucking than, than the, than the like shoving. The sucking, the the sucking's worse than the shoving. (laughs) As you know, it is. I guess it really depends on who's doing the sucking and who's doing the shoving. This is very, very true. As always. But yeah, so psychic vampires are the people who you go near them and you're just drained by Mm -hmm. their presence because they're literally sucking the energy out of you. And most people I think who do that are not intentionally doing it. It's really common when you have people who are terminally ill to be psychic vampires Mm -hmm. because their own bodies aren't creating that life force that they need yeah they're just really super like hungry and neat and don't know necessarily how to connect up to their own godhead goddess head higher self whatever and so they're trying to draw it from other people Mm -hmm. and i actually had this happen one time and it kind of like screwed up a friendship of mine i think this was many years ago And yeah, it it was a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. And um, her boyfriend that she lived with that she lived with for years broke up with her. And so I went over to be with her. And you know, because this was a horrible time. She called me, she's all upset. I go over there, I'm comforting her, but I'm there for hours. And I am just starting to feel like sick and nauseous and like I have to escape because, you know, she's she was this wonderful, sweet person, but she was in a really huge place of need and she was pulling it out of me. And I was getting to the point where and I didn't have the tools at the time, but I was getting to the point where it's like, I have to leave right now. I have to leave right now because and I'm not I tend to be a kind of direct person and I think I literally told her this like (laughs) I have to leave right now because I feel like all my energy is getting sucked out of me (laughs) and she didn't stay friends with you no and yeah and then I mean I don't know maybe that's not exactly why kind of things dissolved but I always felt horribly guilty that I like left her in this time of need but at the same time like I physically could not be there anymore like I just couldn't do it well, yeah, and that's that's the thing is, you know, it's the put your own mask on before you put the mask on other people. Mm-hmm. But if somebody if somebody's actually like siphoning oxygen out of your yeah. mask, you're fucked. You're fucked. And hopefully we'll be able to give our listeners some tools on how to prevent that from happening. Yes, I've picked uh, up a few since then. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thank you. Happy about that. You know, so one of my interesting experiences with psychic vampirism was more of a, a series of experiences. I used to be an acupuncturist and I don't do it anymore for several reasons. But one was that I noticed 
eventually that the act of physically puncturing somebody's space, like their dance space with mm-hmm. a needle caused a really interesting energetic shift. Really? And my energy would frequently drain to the other person. Really? And I shielded and I tried everything that I could, but it just, it was like I was constantly having my energy siphoned off of me. Wow. And it was never intentional, but you know, it's when, when you have patients, when people are coming to see you because they're not well in any way. Yeah, it was, it was really intense. And if I wasn't actually physically putting a needle in that person, I didn't have that problem. My Mm. shields worked just fine. Interesting. You know, maybe given another 10 years in that profession, I could have figured something out, but I was literally being drained to death. (laughs) You got really sick. I was very, very sick for a long time. That makes sense now. That all makes sense. Yeah, I remember because it was like, yeah, you had something that ended up causing you to have very low energy. Do you have another little tale you'd like to tell? Oh, yeah. So, oh, right. So that's less. So I have another story that's a little bit less of a energy vampire, but it's similar in certain ways. So like the way that I can't protect myself when I'm physically sticking a needle in somebody, I also can't protect myself when someone is physically sticking a dick in me. (laughs) Their needle. (laughs) Although hopefully it's better than a needle. Right. (laughs) Yes. Like that, that breach of the, the barrier. Yes. Um, Which, you know, consensual. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Always consensual. This was all consensual, but I did have a boyfriend who was a narcissist and he had Uh, antisocial personality disorder, and was basically a horrible, horrible, horrible person. I could not protect myself from his energy. And I think a lot of that had to do with the physical act of sex and the penetration. And, you know, because we got to talk about sucking and shoving. Yes. Um, (laughs) Let's keep going with that. (laughs) But it just, I found it really interesting that I, I just can't block the energy of somebody that I'm being Mm. intimate with, Mm -hmm. which means that I need to be very careful about who I am intimate with. And so, you know, luckily my husband is a wonderful person and he's got much better energy most of the time than I do. But when he is down, man, I cannot help myself, but just feel his energy and feed it to him. Yeah, it does make me wonder since you bring that up, how how many people with COVID and the lockdown and everything are really dealing with this right now with their partners? Mm. Like for me, it's my cats. My cats aren't bringing me down. I'm good. But um, (laughs) it's my exciting life. But uh, but no, I'm sure like a lot of people when you're sharing space with somebody all of the time, and you can't get out to refresh your energy Mm -hmm. in other ways with other people, like how many of our listeners are dealing with this and can relate to this? I imagine a lot. Because even when you have a great relationship, COVID, this this whole time of quarantine and social isolation like this has been really hard on even the most mentally healthy and positive of people yep not me just to be clear i am not Mm. mentally healthy (laughs) 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 but (laughs) i've got drugs for that (laughs) do we want to kind of move into these discussion questions let's do it we got some more questions to chow chow through i don't know what that means chow (laughs) Um, 
I would like to know if you think it's possible to hate someone, but be drawn to their energy. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Totally. Because I think that there's sometimes people have this very like charismatic energy, mm-hmm. and particularly like sexual energy. There's some people that really know how to rock their sexual energy. They're a lot yeah. of fun to be around. But you can also like just not like them as a person. I mm-hmm. hate is a strong word. But yeah, yeah. I, I could say like as a human being, I think that you're a piece of shit. But like, <laughs> you're so like fun to be around because they've got like this really good energy. I mean, don't yeah. you think so? What do you I mean? What do you think about it? I I would have to agree with that. The The thing that kind of comes to my mind is cult leaders. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. They have just this intense charisma. And even people who are like, I don't know, maybe stuff feels weird. Like their like inclinations or natural inclinations are overridden by this person, even mm-hmm. if they don't like them to begin with. Agreed. The, and, and I see that also with politicians. Yep. That's what popped to my mind, too. Yeah. Yeah. One in particular. I don't want to. We're not going to mention that person. I know. Name. I know. We're not. No. That's why I didn't bring it up. You know what? I need to just cleanse myself of the icky. <laughs> it's bringing blue energy to counteract the orange. <laughs> blue. 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 It is on the opposite end of the color spectrum. So yeah. that's why I thought that would be a good one. <laughs> um, uh. Okay, well, here's something else. Also, question, is it possible to be attracted to somebody that hate their energy? I mean, I guess it's probably possible, but I can't even fathom being attracted to somebody, attracted to somebody if I hate their their energy, their yeah. core. You know, it's if I see somebody or not see somebody, but if I meet somebody... And their energy just rubs me the wrong way. All I want to do is get away. Yeah, you know? I agree. And I, I think that you can find somebody attractive. Like I've seen people that look attractive. They're attractive looking people. Mm-hmm. But for me, attraction is very much about like the energy somebody has. Yes. Like so like when I was thinking about like the things that we could talk about, I thought about Turkish men. Like my experience with Turkish men, like sometimes they're kind of butt ugly looking but they i mean i've met some at some i don't mean all turkish men i don't want to offend like an entire country right now (laughs) but i also want to compliment an entire country right now because like i would say they weren't attractive but they had this like amazing sexual energy that i'm like i don't think that you're physically attractive at all but like Mm -hmm. i am so attracted to you because Mm -hmm. of this like energy that you have yeah interesting i feel like I had the opposite experience when I was in Italy, where mm-hmm. the men were really attractive, but I was like, oh, oh, yeah, you're slimy. Get away. Oh, yeah. I've definitely <laughs> had that. Like, because that's not like that guys that maybe I even initially was inter- interested in that was attracted mm-hmm. to. And then as I interacted with them, they were just they were pushing their energy on me so much that yes. like I felt suffocated that I wanted to have nothing to do with them. Right. Yeah. I've, I definitely have had that experience. So... If you're drawn to somebody's energy, do you feel like that's more about you or more about that other person? I think it's both. I think maybe it leans a little bit more on the other person, right? That they've got this this light, whatever it might be, whatever, if it's sexual or just a general lovely light. Um, mm-hmm. that So they get to own that. They get to own the, the light that they're shining into the world. 
But I think also there's something in you that uh, is drawn to it. We're kind of like magnets, right? The things that we need in the world, including like negative things, right? Like maybe... I don't think well of myself, so I'm going to be drawn to people that will treat me the way that I think of myself. So I kind of like to think of it as like a puzzle piece, right? Yeah. So if they have some sort of an energy that matches with my little energy that somehow will be drawn together, will be magnetized. And I think that's why you see, you know, certain certain types of relationships kind of over and over again because of that. Um, so yeah, so, but when you're talking about attraction, yeah, I mean, definitely, I think that there is something that it knew otherwise everybody would be attracted to the same person right <laughs> yeah i also think that like just as far as not necessarily sexual attraction but you know just being attracted to somebody's energy like oh that's a person i want to get to know yes you know yes. i think that i think that there's something in the other person's energy for yeah, sure when absolutely. i when it's like oh that person right there i want to get to know them i want to be their friend mm-hmm that's because something that they have, like you said, maybe they have a piece of the puzzle that I'm missing, or maybe they're just shining like a beacon, like their energy just feels so good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different possibilities. I want to throw something in that because yeah. one thought that kind of occurred to me, I think one example of that is that that people that are extremely attractive, and I don't mean that sexually, I mean it just in general, like that general attractiveness When we are like the most fully ourselves and connected to our true self and our connection to the universe or whatever, I think a lot of us get drawn to people like that because they remind us who we are. They remind us who we could be, right? And I think when you get drawn to somebody like that, it helps you to raise your own energy and your own vibration and like match Mm -hmm. that person. It's like you learn from people just by being around their energy, because totally. you don't see it necessarily, you don't see it consciously, but we do match the energy of the people that we're with, you know. So, yeah, so when we see somebody that's like really owning themselves, that's mm-hmm. what's re- right. That's why confidence is so sexy because we all right. want to be confident, we all want to love ourselves. So, by being around those people that are comfortable with who they are, it's um, it's hot. It is hot. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, the other thing I was gonna say. Is I think that there's an element of, you know, when, when somebody with negative intentions or who's kind of a, a psychic vampire or what have you is attracted to you. I think mm-hmm. that that's something, there's a big part of that. That's the energy that you're putting out that yes. is attracting that person. Whether that energy is, I am vulnerable, right? So there are people who are attracted mm-hmm. to that vulnerability because it's easier to exploit or I have so much energy and I'm not protecting it at all. So there's just an abundance of, of goodies to take. So I think that there's an element of what you're putting out can attract the wrong type of person who's going to exploit you. I'm that person. Not, not the exploited. I didn't get exploited. I, in my 20s, I didn't have a car. I rode the bus a lot, right? All through Seattle. And there was something about my energy that just drew in the weirdest people. And I don't, and I don't, don't know what that is, if they felt just safe with me or comfortable, because I was never threatened by them. But yeah, they would, I, I'd get proposals. Oh, I got, yeah, I got one guy who was like, mm, you look like better boop. You look like better boop. <laughs> and he wanted to know all about my makeup routine, because he thought I looked like Betty Boop. 
I told him that. I told him about my makeup routine. Yeah. You do not look like Betty Boop. Betty Boop has a weird alien face. And you have a <laughs> lovely face. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I take it as a compliment either direction. If I do or I don't, I knew it was well-intentioned. <laughs> Um, maybe just that day. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, I had one guy that was like, told me I was an angel. I was an angel. He was convinced I was an angel. And I was like, well, thank you. I am not. I am no angel. (laughs) But I'll take it. Yeah. So there's like, I don't have it happen to me anymore. But definitely there was clearly something about my energy that was drawing in I'm drawing in people that needed something from me. Well, and I think for a long time, I had a big fuck off energy, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, particularly when it came to men. And at the same time, I really wanted to be in a relationship. And so it was like, oh, hey, I'm simultaneously telling you to fuck off and also being like, hey, come get me. And it was it it didn't work. (laughs) I think that's where I'm at right now. What do you think? So, you know, we've been talking a lot about different kinds of people that we're attracted to or repelled by or how they're attracted to us. Um, But for our listeners out there, you know, some of them are going to be sensitive and they're going to know exactly like, oh, yes, I know exactly when somebody's an energy vampire or whatever. But what about those um, listeners who are just trying to like learn and understand how to identify what sorts of energy people are coming at you with? Like, what advice do you have to identify like an energy vampire, for example? I mean, the thing that I would say is listen to your gut, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you meet somebody and you're like, ooh, something is off about this person, even if they're charismatic or Mm -hmm. they're interesting or attractive, if your gut says "Mm, something's off, maybe take a step back, right? Take a step back, put up your energy shields, which we're going to talk about how to do. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you all about that. Yes. Protect yourself before you interact with them again. But if also if you're spending time around somebody and either every time you are near them, you start to feel drained, you're Mm -hmm. tired, they come near you and you're just like, oh, fuck, not this person again. Yeah. Right. Where they they come up to your desk and they're like, so hi. And they start talking about their problems or whatever. And you're feeling drained. That's somebody who is probably sucking your energy. Yeah. And they keep coming back to keep getting more energy. For me, too, it often, like, I get, like, physical sensations of feeling trapped, too, with Mm -hmm. those people. That's one of the things. Or noting mood, too. Like, if I notice, hey, when I'm around somebody, like, there are some people, like, when I'm with, like, I feel happier at the end. Like you, Rosalie. Oh. But there are some people like, do I always end up leaving a conversation just feeling kind of negative or irritable or just shitty about life in general? That person is probably like impacting your energy in a negative way. Yeah. And I would, you know, there's there's a an example from Jillian's and my experience where, you know, when we met, we met at a healing center. And the Mm -hmm. woman who ran the healing center, when I first met her, I was like, oh, she's nice, right? That everything's fine. Then some shit happened in her life. And then every time I talked to her, I felt combative. Yeah. I felt so angry. Like just every part of me just wanted to fight everything that she had to say. And 
that is a good sign that she was probably putting her negative energy on to me mm-hmm. and on to Jillian. Yeah. And and I think part of this might be our Aries tendencies because Jillian is an Aries sun yes. and I'm an Aries rising where we like to fight. We like We're to warriors. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody throws their negative energy at me, whether it's a literal ball of energy from a person at Starbucks mm-hmm. or someone who's just having a bad day and they're throwing their shit at me unintentionally, my reaction is often to get angry and to want to fight. Mm. Not healthy. <laughs> no, not for either one of you. If you know what kinds of reactions that you have as a person, when somebody attacks you verbally or emotionally, when you feel that for no good reason. Yes. Yeah. Like if, if you find yourself, because I've done this, I'm like, why do I always act this way with this person? I turn into this person I don't like. And I'm not like this with any other person in my life. It's just this one person, I begin to get bitchy or combative or whatever it is. That's kind of a sign that there's something going on with that person and your energy and how you two are interacting energetically. Right. And if it's somebody where they're not saying anything that is confrontational Mm -hmm. or negative necessarily, Mm -hmm. it's just their presence near you causes your blood pressure to rise. That's a sign. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, pay attention to your body, pay attention to your intuition, pay attention to your mood, pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your behaviors. Pay attention to you, really, I guess, is listen to you (laughs) (laughs) to hear about other people. Listen to you. Um, But do like do particularly pay attention. I think the key here is really paying attention to your energy, especially like your um, yes, of course, your like astral energy, but also just like your human energy. Do you feel energized or do you feel drained? Yeah. Right. And if you feel energized, is it a positive energy Mm -hmm. or is it a negative energy? Yeah, exactly. Is it like an angry energy? So now that we've talked about how listeners can identify the energy that's coming at them when things are off and wonky, let's talk about what they can actually do about it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess that might be helpful. It might be nice. So I'm going to share a couple of my um, my little tricks. I like having little tricks in my back pocket that are pretty simple. Um, one, I used to share this actually with my life coaching clients quite a bit. And it was called, uh, I called it the golden waste basket. Um, it's just kind of an easy little trick. And what I would do, and sometimes I would do it with my clients, right? Because I want to be there present with my clients, but they have their own stuff going on. So I needed mm-hmm. to find my way to protect energy. Um, So I would put like a little golden waste basket in between the two of us so that if there was any negative energy coming at me, I could just I could redirect it into that golden waste basket to kind of get recycled and replenished. So just for clarity, because our listeners might not know the answer to this, but are you talking about a literal physical (laughs) golden waste basket or an energetic golden waste basket? This is a good question. No, it is not literal. I do not carry a golden waste basket around (laughs) with me. Believe it or not. That's a little, that would be why the people were talking to me on the bus. (laughs) No, I mean, in my mind, I imagine I create mentally like a little golden waste basket. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's one. Here's another one that I found that I read someplace or was taught that I really like. And it's really simple is actually angling your body away from the person, because particularly a lot of Like people that are like sucking your energy will do it by throwing out cords and like Mm -hmm. sucking you that way. But (laughs) sucking you back. Uh, (laughs) Um, But if you angle your body, they can't suck your energy. (laughs) 
<laughs> and once again, Jillian is talking about um, energetic cords. They're energetic not cords. lassoing you with no. anything. This is not <laughs> literal. <laughs> uh, you know, so that's interesting. I've never heard of the angling thing, yeah. but I really like that because it's so simple. It is simple. And, it, and I think also there's just kind of that also makes you take a physical action to put that intention out like, nope, get right. your shit out of my shit. <laughs> I've never used either of those two methods, but especially with the the golden wastebasket, I do recommend cleansing your aura Mm -hmm. regularly or cleansing your energy, which is literally just imagining all the gunk that people put on your self, on your energy, on your aura, on your physical body, whatever, and just imagining that it's like leaving your body. So I imagine it as like dark spots on my aura and... I'll usually do this in the shower because it's really Mm -hmm. easy to imagine that there's like golden shower of light coming down and washing away all of this negativity. Um, But that's a really good way to refresh your energy if you've been dealing with a lot of other people's crap. I have some more on that. I like I have lots of energy cleansing shit that I do. (laughs) Um, And I like to get weird about it. So one one thing that I like to do is imagine like a white light that I imagine it's or like white and yellow because those are cleansing colors and I imagine it's like acid. And it comes in and it's acid just for other people's energy or any dark energy or any gray energy. I have mm-hmm. it kind of coming in and just acid eat it away. And like flow down, um throw down like a kind of a cord into the ground to be to be replenished, recycled. Well, and I think that brings an interesting point, which is, you know, what works for me and might not be the same as what works no. for Jillian, and that might not be the same as what works for you. You've got to play around with it. If you're like, hey, in order to cleanse, I feel like I need cleansing fire to burn away this mm-hmm. negativity. I do that too. Try different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, play to- around. The thing is, I think that we get so caught up in like, I've read a book and it says I have to do it this way, or mm-hmm. I went to a teacher and they said I had to do it this way. And I tell you, I like coming up with stuff on my own, just different imagery, different like things that work for me. And when you play with it and have fun with it and make it your own, I think it becomes more powerful. Yeah. I mean, if you want to imagine, I don't know, who's somebody sexy, Chris Hemsworth giving you a sponge bath to cleanse your energy, do it. I think your second chakra might light up about that, (laughs) depending on your orientation. (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) Um, In addition to sort of cleansing, I think that's for me, that's more of an after care. Yeah. Yeah. Or like or a prep for the day kind of care. Yeah. Whereas in the moment or preventative, I think for me, it's more about what I would call shielding. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm seriously thinking about teaching an entire workshop on like advanced shielding techniques because I could go on for hours. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll try to limit myself where a shield is really just like a bubble around your energy. And you can make that bubble out of whatever you want to make it out of. So for a lot of people, I've heard of the like white egg of light Mm -hmm. or the golden egg. um, So that that's that feels protective to them. For me, that's not enough. I want like fucking iron steel fortress, mm-hmm. you know, surrounding me. You want to make sure it covers your head and your feet, right? You want to make sure it's completely enclosed so there's not any like weak points that 
that stuff can get at you. But yeah, whatever you can picture that makes you feel safe and secure and that makes it feel like nobody else's energy can get to you. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing to just imagine you put on your shield before you leave the house. Or if the person in it, that you're dealing with is in the house, then you just put it on when you've got two minutes by yourself in the bathroom. Or even like as you're getting dressed, right? Yeah. You get put on your clothes, put on your shield. Like exactly. in the shower, cleanse your energy, put on your clothes, put on your shield. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's always good to marry new habits with things that you're yeah. already doing in your life, assuming you're getting dressed. Right. It's questionable these days. And if you're not, you know, taking a shower every day because it's COVID and you only have your own stink to deal with. That's me. <laughs> maybe do it when you brush your teeth, which let's be real. You can get away with not showering for a couple of days, but please brush your teeth. Please. So that's kind of a good preventative measure, but also it's, you know, in the moment, if you can think of it, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, feel free to use physical things that can help with that. So I'm th- talking about like crystals. You could have like a little pouch with like magic stuff in it or like mm-hmm. a jar that you keep in your bag or your pocket. Um, you know, just carrying things around with you that are protective in nature mm-hmm. can actually be really, really helpful. Like a little amulet or a talisman or yes. a- anything else like that. Right. And I mean, it doesn't have to be like, oh, hey, look at me with my weird satchel full of rabbit's feet and feathers, right? It It can be if that's you, you do it. Right. But it can literally be a ring or a necklace or, Mm -hmm. you know, earrings or, you know, a scarf that has a pattern sewn into it that feels protective to you. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about like imbibing things with that intention that gives that power. Right. And so like with crystals in particular, that's so easy to just put put a piece of jewelry on that has crystals. Typically, black stones are very, very protective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So black tourmaline, onyx, obsidian. Mm-hmm. Those are good ones. Yeah. Hematite, smoky quartz, and tiger's eye, even though that one's not black. But it's still pretty. It is. And also, if if you're looking at a stone and you're like, hey, that feels protective, it is. Guess what? You've won. You've won a new protective <laughs> stone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So Jillian, do you do anything like that? Or is it all energy for you? It's it's mostly energy for me. And I'm gonna th- I wanna throw in my my dance. Oh. Yeah. And I this is one that again, like we need a video camera for this. So I went through this whole energy program where I learned a lot about energy work and energy healing and, and all of that. And I just like I said, I can't help but I have to come up with my own shit. And this just struck me one day. And I'm going to describe to you what I do with my hands because I talk with my hands. That's what you're missing out on, people, is I'm practically Italian. I'm not Italian <laughs> at all, but, like, my hands are Italian. And so my my thing is, like, I push my hands out away from my body. Okay, that's the first part. And then I, I turn my – I flip my hands over so my palms are facing me, and then I'm bringing my hands in. So it's like you flip it out and then flip it in. Okay, so imagine that motion. And, and I will record this at some point so people can see it. And I say, and then I go, so flipping out, I go, my energy, oh, no, sorry, flipping in with the palms going towards me. My energy is my energy. Your energy is your energy. My energy, my energy is, is my energy. Your, your energy, energy is your, is your energy. energy. 
My, see, we can't do it in sync with because we're off. I know. Yeah. That I is, was perfectly in sync with you until you tried to get in sync with me. I know, exactly. <laughs> Someday we'll be able to record in person. We'll be in person. <laughs> yeah. And so so when I did that, I was like, I can't tell you. Like, I just felt like a buzz and alive with, like, my energy just felt so great because I was interacting with so many people, whether I was doing life coaching or energy healing, and I needed to get them out of my space. And I wanted to do it in a way that was kind of fun and funny and lighthearted. So I did that. And sometimes, you know, when I'm when I can feel somebody's energy in my space, and I am not feeling it, I go, and this is of course in the privacy of my own home. I say, get the fuck out of my energy. I just say, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck off me. There's something about fuck. that's just a really powerful word. Like fuck off, fuck out, (laughs) fuck away. And it's just that it was like, yeah, I feel real powerful. It's like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> this is my space. This is my energy. And you are not invited. I have had to do that sometimes, like when I felt like there's some entities coming at me. Mm, like I, that yeah. even recently, I think this past year, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So mine is not as exciting as yours. I got real passionate there for a minute. You sure did. <laughs> I sure did. Sorry. I feel like, okay, and now I'm going to bring it back down. <laughs> Let's get low with Rosalie. Get Rosalie. Tell us about your energy. Tell me about your cleansing and your shielding. Um, So what I was just going to say is that, you know, it's very easy to protect a space that is yours, that you have the ability to protect with stones or other symbols where you can just kind of put those up wherever, or you can even hide them in corners or tuck them under books, anything to kind of bring that energy, that protective energy into your space, even if it's a cubicle, or like I have what's called a besom in witch language, but (laughs) in (laughs) English is a broom over my front door. And that's a tradition where when somebody comes through your front door, the broom cleanses the energy as they come in. Nice. So when people come in, it's they're always they feel a little bit better when they walk in mm-hmm. and they don't bring their shit into my home. Sometimes I'll do something like that too. I'll put like again, imagining, not literal. <laughs> my broom is literal, just to be clear. Rosalie's broom <laughs> is literal. I do things with my mind. I have mental powers. <laughs> I'm all about my mental powers. I well, and now to... I want to like fight with you and be like, I can also do things with my mind, Jillian. I know you can, <laughs> but apparently, like you're like Jillian. Remind them that you're not literally. It's not physical. I know it's my mind. I'm doing all this shit with my mind. I don't have a golden waste basket under my armpit. <laughs> So with my mind, I put up like a Star Trek force field over my door, right? An invisible force field so that if people walk in the door, like it captures, it traps any like negative energy and like gets left behind. I I particularly would do that with life coaching too, because people were coming into my space. And as a coach, I'm very like open and grounded and like welcoming them in and wanting to do healing on them. So I wanted to keep any bad woo that's not helping them out. And um, what I would do for acupuncture is I would create an energetic shield in the space or like I would ward the space. Yes. So that's 
that's another thing. It just basically, instead of a bubble around you, it's a bubble around a room or a building. And you know, something else, because I'll do this too. Um, it, particularly if you're not feeling grounded or confident or, or like whatever, you, you just don't feel like you need it. Or maybe just as an add-on, you can ask for help. Like if you're into yes. guides or you're into gods or you're into your ancestors or you're into beings or, you know, whatever, you can ask for help. You could ask, so I'd ask my guides, like, can you make sure to help purify this space or cleanse the space or help protect me? Yeah. And I think we'll have an episode about guides in oh, particular. we will have an episode about guides because <laughs> I have stories. So we'll we'll kind of get into it, um, how to bring guides into your life. Um, but if you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do that. I don't have any guides. You know what? You can ask a human being. Odds are, you know, somebody who has information. I mean, shit, send us an email at shitmysoulsays at gmail.com. And it's early days. We'll have time to get back to you. Yeah. Obviously, when we're podcast superstars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then our minions will get back to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to, you know, ask us for little tidbits of help here and there. Yeah, yeah. Or if there's anything that we go over in this episode that you're like, I really would like to know more about that. Like, let us know because we could come up with another episode just around that particular topic if there's an interest. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any other little tips and tricks for protecting your energy from other people? The only other thing that we didn't really get into, and I think we'll maybe get into this more when we get into like energy, like an energy work sort of an episode. But I also really like to ground myself. So imagining like a cord or a waterfall or a light or something going all the way down to the center of the earth that helps give you stability from like your hips, imagining it from your hips. Imagine with your mind. <laughs> from your hips don't put a literal cord out of your butt into the ground just imagine it people <laughs> imagine a light or a i like imagine i like imagining like a a pneumatic tube like the oh. like in the bank like a little pneumatic tube and like <laughs> like just the, any negative energy just <laughs> down the tube down to the middle of the earth whereas i use like when I ground and center, it's a tree and minor roots. Yes, that's a normal thing. <laughs> that's the first time I think anybody's ever accused me of being normal. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, you know, I and it's good. I guess I don't want to say that as disparaging. I don't mean that way. <laughs> I just mean like, hey, this is a normal. Normally people use tree roots. That's like a good thing to do. But Jillian mm -hmm. comes up with like a friggin pneumatic, pneumatic tube. tube. I'm weird. But that's good because when you do something that's not the standard like Pagan 101 book, Wicca 101 magic, right? Yeah. Those, those how-to books. When you do something that's totally different, it's great to share that information with other people so that they know that they they can do whatever works for them. You do you. Do you. Yeah. you do your do, woo. Do your woo. Do your woo. <laughs> yes. So I would definitely put that into because really drawing in that security of the ground. Right. And it also provides a great place to just get rid of any negative energy yeah, that comes at you. Exactly. If you don't happen to have a wastebasket under your arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we're ready to wrap up our episode. And if you've listened to the previous two episodes, you know that we like to finish with 
a tarot reading. Indeed. So Jillian, what card did you pull for us today? So I pulled the Hermit Reversed. Oh. Normally I think of reverse cards as kind of a negative card. But I will tell you my instinct reaction when I saw this was that it was going to be, particularly since like I've been really focusing on 2021 and what's coming up, right, this uh, mm-hmm. today, what struck me was the idea of we're going to be able to get out of our hermitage. It's going to yes. be a time where we're no longer going to have to be alone. Like now is a time where we're going to be able to start connecting with other people. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exactly the what came to my mind as soon as you said the hermit reversed. Same Perfect. exact thing. Perfect. Was, okay, we're going to move out of this hermit phase and yes. into being normal people again. Yeah, connecting. Yeah. And speaking of connection, I got the two of cups. Yay! Which, you know, it's all about connection and partnerships. And we like to kind of do this tarot reading so that it's for us and for our listeners. Yes. So anytime we get something that could be romantic in nature, I think of Jillian. Oh, Rosalie. <laughs> because we have this really great partnership and we're, yes. we're working really well together. And so it's nice to always get that confirmation. But it's also, you know, it's that hermit reversed. We are all moving into a time, hopefully sooner rather than later, where we can form those connections again, where we can hold each other's hands and hug each other and make out with strangers. Woo! (laughs) Not that I do that these days, but... (laughs) I will plead the fifth. (laughs) Although not these days, not during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us through our little shit adventure. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Nobody knows why you said that. I don't know why I say most of the things I say. It just comes out. And then I hear it and I'm like, oh, okay, you just said that. (laughs) That's my world. Yeah. So come and find out what crazy shit our soul says next time, where we're going to be talking about magic. Yes. Yes. We cannot wait to talk about magic. Yeah. You're going to find out all about how to play with magic and all sorts of things about magic. (laughs) Um, And in the meantime, visit our website, uh, shitmysoulsayspodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter, find out what other kind of stuff we're getting up to. And also, please subscribe, rate, and review to our podcast on whatever podcast player you listen to. Your likes, reviews, and subscriptions really make a difference in expanding our audience. And... We would particularly love it if you would become one of our patrons. That's right. Patreon is a place where you can give a small monthly contribution to our podcast. And we're going to give you behind the scenes extras and blooper reels and funny shit that we had to cut because we didn't have time. Yeah. Crazy shit that Jillian says and Rosalie says. But what we're really excited about is that for 2021, sometime in January, we're going to be doing a New Year's workshop. And anybody who becomes a patron before January 1st, 2021 can come to our workshop for free. And then you can help lay the groundwork for 2021 so that it's not the shit show that 2020 was and really make the most out of it. Yes. All right. Let us know. What shit does your soul say? (laughs) Woo-hoo! Bye. Bye.